back here on the Raiders Sports Podcast. Appreciate everyone tuning in always on Wednesday afternoons, 3 to 4, here on WWSU 106.9, or however you're listening to us on our social media. I'm Shane Neal, Sports Director of WWSU, and I'm joined, as always, by Noah Kindig, WSU Guardian Sports Reporter. Uh, Noah, we started off the show talking a little bit of volleyball, talking a little bit of soccer, having a lot of fun with it, and uh, this might be one of my favorite segments that we've done so far. Joined uh, the champs are here, if you will. We're joined by Thank Tyler Frierson and Mike Stover, and I'm excited to talk to them. Uh, how are both of you? Yep, thanks uh, for having me. Thank you so much for your time. Doing great. Doing very well. So let's start this off. I mean, uh, the Horizon League tournament, of course, starts later on this week, but uh, you're the one seed, and uh, that's a pretty big deal. And I mean, I know that uh, the, the job isn't done yet. There's still work to be done. Uh, but does being the regular season champions and being the one seed have some sort of um, uh, yeah? I mean, it gives us the it, motivation. The like, does that have a different to keep, meaning? To like, it, it shows uh, that we past? are the better team, and it just gives us motivation to keep going. Like, keep doing what we're doing. I mean, of course, there's times we can be better, but like, just to keep going, honestly, and then just know, like, now we're we're not the ones that are chasing. We have people that are chasing for us now, and so we have to be better. And just you know, it just gives us that. I mean, it just shows that all of our hard work honestly just pays off. Um, yeah, to piggyback, piggyback off of Tyler, um, I think going into the year, we were placed fifth overall. So for us to come out and be the number one seed, it just, just like Tyler said, it just proved that all our hard work has paid off. Um, we are the better team, and we've been, ever since the season started, and even preseason, we've been working to uh, prove everybody wrong. So. Um, just like she said, a little bit more motivation, a little still hungry to um, get that ring. So uh, we're excited to go into the postseason. Right. And that reminds me of uh, when last year ended. Of course, this is a very similar roster to last year. It was a very young a year ago, and it's very similar this season as well. And of course, uh, I don't think it's a secret that. Uh, that the season ended a little disappointing last year in the postseason, of course, uh, ex- hoping to get further. Uh, what really changed uh, in the offseason into this season with a very similar roster? Uh, what's different about this year's group? And how do you think that uh, the chemistry and the growth of this group improved yeah. um, uh, throughout the difficult circumstances? To start off, like you said, we do have a pretty much similar roster. Um, last last year obviously left a very bad taste in our mouth. So um, Tyler and I being returners and a couple other returners, uh, we did not – we knew that we wanted to, you know, turn turn the notch up a little bit. We we didn't want to have a second year of that. So when our newcomers came in, and I would say since I've been here, I feel like this is pretty much the most athletic, talented team that we've ever had. Um, we all compete every single day, um, no matter what the circumstances are. So I feel like everyone collectively um, just came in this summer when we came in here in July, just ready to go to work, Um, you know, so. uh, And despite the pandemic, uh, we've all been able to navigate around that a little bit. It hasn't really, we haven't really had a lot of shutdowns. We've all stayed pretty healthy um, throughout, uh, you know, during the pandemic and while our season has been uh, going on as well, so. Yeah, basically what Lex was saying, just like, the way the season ended last year, like, it shows that it can end any time, honestly, especially now. So just being more, like, prepared, especially in the preseason, um, and then us having to sit out maybe, like, twice because quarantine, but then, like, that not that not setting up, pushing us back, 
I think like we took steps forward after the quarantine. I think like we all really worked hard because again, like you said, like at any moment your season could just end. So, and then sacrificing like different little things just so we can make sure we stay in our bubble, make sure we still have a season and stuff like that just shows like how hungry and how determined we are to, you know, win the whole thing and go all the way, honestly. Uh, yeah. Lex, you talked about no, some of the newcomers that have come in. Imani, Destiny have had some really good minutes for you guys. Diamond have, has had some really amazing shots. Channing has had some three-pointers that blew me out of my seat. Uh, were, were these guys talented when they already came in and you guys just kind of refined that as a team? Or were they less confident and you helped them to gain that confidence? What was that Um, Well, Destiny like Jackson, she was here with us last year. She was a redshirt. So we got to see her in practice a little bit, shake loose. And Destiny is still the same player that she was um, when she couldn't play um, eligibility-wise till now. Uh, she's a very hard worker. Um, and with, like, the freshman, Imani Channing and Diamond, um, personally, Imani and Channing, they've always been like that. I remember uh, my coach, Coach Abby Jump, she went to one of their games in Florida. They're Florida natives, and uh, they played against each other, and they both went off for 40 against each other so I mean I already knew they were built like that and um Diamond um I would say she, uh, with her it was a little bit of uh confidence but since she's been here uh Tyler uh Shamari um they have been great leaders uh within the post position so she's kind of learning from them a lot and I think she, her confidence is there now like before so mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought up Imani Jefferson because I think that's one of the things, of course, uh, I mean, it's different seeing it up uh, on the fourth floor of the Netter Center than it is seeing down on the court. But I think one of the biggest, uh, one of the most fun things to see about this season is the growth of Imani Jefferson, where we saw flashes of brilliance from, you know, the first weekend of the regular season. But as the year's gone on, the consistency's improved. And I mean, we're talking about over the last month or so of the regular season, really emerging herself as a top tier scorer, uh, for a championship ca- ca- caliber team, um, what has the growth been like behind the scenes for you, just going up against Imani in um, practice and seeing her game? Personally, sometimes in, week uh, week in practice, I try to guard Imani, but then I realize um, she's just a little bit too quick. Uh, ankles will be gone. She, she always yanks at me, and i just like, yeah, I, mean, I need to guard somebody else. I mean, I guard her because I want to challenge myself, but then, like, at the end of the day, it's also very, very embarrassing. So, um, but yeah, I'm so uh, proud of Imani. She is really, like you said, she's been consistent. Uh, she really puts the work in, and you can just tell, like, with her playing, you can tell how much basketball really means to her. Like, she really loves the sport, which I like a lot, so. Yeah, she honestly like plays with so much heart. Like you can you can just see, especially in practice. Like, of, I mean, she's a freshman. She's like the little she's like a little sister, like just goofy all the time and just like always wants to have fun and stuff. But like, honestly, like when it's game time though, like she has that game face on and like especially on defense. Like when she has that game face on, she's not letting no like she plays some really good defense. And so honestly, like she just plays with so much heart. And then she's really easy to like. You're able to like um, lead her. Because she listens to like the upperclassmen, she understands like we've been in this game long, and so she's like, I want to be like, I want to be good. Like, can you help me? Like, teach me what I need to know inside out. And so, honestly, like she's just so much fun to play with, and she's just, she's just like a little sister, little younger sibling, always wants to play around and stuff. But 
basketball wise, she just plays with so much heart and just like she's very like she's starting to become more consistent and stuff. And so you can just tell that basketball is really her passion and stuff. Yeah. You mentioned she can, uh, she's like the little sister kind of role and that she can be a little bit goofy. That brings me to kind of my next point. But uh, of course, with everything going on uh, the last year or so with the, the difficult, uh, the transition into a, kind of a new era mm-hmm. of playing college sports and sports in general and uh, mm-hmm. all the different changes that have been in place, you need to have players that uh, can kind of release some of the tension in the room. So I have two questions here. This is a two parter. Um, one, who has the best the playlist or is before a game? <laughs> and two, oh. who is the best at cracking jokes before a game? It's not me. Uh, just honestly, cracking jokes, it might <laughs> honestly be like Imani. I think she always finds something. Like, it could be like something <laughs> no one's thinking about. And she just randomly said something. I'm just, what, Imani? Yeah. But playlist-wise, I don't really know. Probably like Shamari, maybe? Mm-hmm. she's the one that's really like in charge of our music before games and stuff but I think it might be Shamari okay. Um, I guess the biggest thing for me is if you look at like the intro video when the lights go down in the Nutter Center I like yours way more because you guys dance you guys have fun with it where the guys are like stoic faced and serious I think that's stupid your intro is amazing and I love it it's great <laughs> So what what was it like for you guys like going in to record that intro and just dancing and having a good time with it? Well, first, personally, I can speak personally. I don't like doing things like that. Like, so when it was my turn, I had no clue what to do. Like, I just, I really wanted to get over with. As you can see in mine, I'm just, what did I do? I'm like this or just pumping my shirt up like I had no clue what to do and mo- majority of us were nervous but I say Tyler was having fun with it um Angel was having fun with it who else was having, who else was doing that Shamari was having fun Shamari. with it yeah uh Shamari was having fun with it so you can just tell just by that like who <laughs> the goofiest uh, is on the team um so yeah I have fun. I like. I love doing intro videos. I think like every time I see it up there, I'm just like, yeah, I look good. But, like, <laughs> but honestly, though, like, um, I like doing the intro videos. It's always fun. Like you have to make it fun because I mean, it's really just us in the gym with like. There's that, no that's what I thought playing. it would like, be because like, I, 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 I couldn't. I can't imagine that like they're playing a bunch of music. Get you guys hyped up. You're just standing there alone in a gym, but you guys are still having fun with it. So I respect that a lot. Yeah. That's all you just got to do is just make it fun because, I mean, that's the video that's going to get you hyped before the game. So, like, you want to see that. And so I'm like, okay, like, that's getting me ready to go. But, yeah. yeah. There's so many things I love about the Raider fan base and just how engaged they are with Wright State sports. But I think my favorite thing is uh, when something happens within the women's basketball program that gets people excited is there's the the, 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 the loop around of the Tyler Frierson dancing gif that pops up sometimes on the Twitter timeline. And it's just the best thing ever. <laughs> but um, Every time no, I see I, it, I just – um okay so let's get to uh of course awards were just announced earlier this week and i know that both of you um have a very special relationship with trina and uh she winning her third horizon league coach of the year uh in five seasons at the helm of right state which is unbelievable we talked about it earlier this season when she got her 100th win in like less than four and a half seasons i'm like averaging 23 24 wins a year is ridiculous but um 
two kind of different, you know, uh, paths to Wright State. Tyler, you were recruited out of high school. Lex, you ended up transferring in. But uh, I want you, uh, if you both could take a few seconds to talk about just kind of that relationship you have with Trina and how it's grown over time in your time at Wright State. Um, so like you said, yeah, I was a transfer in, so I came in from a new system and, um, my coaches joke about this a lot and so do my teammates. I was just coming in. I was so reserved. Like I would not, I would not speak to anybody. And, um, but someone that who would speak to me, make sure I was okay would be Trina, uh, regardless of any situation, um, and I feel like over the years, I've just grown more comfortable with her. Like I'm able, I remember sometime, maybe two years ago, maybe my first year even, um, I went in, I went to in the back of her office and we, we talked about basketball and we talked about like personal stuff that like, for example, relationships with a boy, like that's how like comfortable, like I was with her to even uh, talk about that. So, um, throughout the years, um, it's just been great, um seeing our relationship uh, grow and build. Um, and I'm really thankful for her and like everything that uh, she's done. So it's been good. It's been, been great. So. Yeah. Basically just to piggyback off that, honestly, like again, she recruited me out of high school. So like, I remember she like texted me one day, it was like on a Friday. And then she was like, Hey, like I'm Katrina Merriweather from Rice State University. I would like to come see you play or whatever. And I'm like, I'm literally in the car on my way to school. I'm like, where is this school at? I, what? I'm thinking, like, I've never heard of Rice State. I don't know this woman. So I'm just like, okay, like, I have a game tomorrow, but I don't know if you can make it or not. I get to the game. She's sitting in the stands. I'm, whoa. Like, she's very persistent and like, okay, Trina, okay, I like that. But honestly, like, the whole recruiting process, she just made it so much easy. She made it easy. She's just always like – it was never just about basketball. Like she wanted to get to know me like as a person, which you don't get that a lot with, especially college coaches. Like they will do that in the recruiting process. But once you get there, like, I don't know the experience, but from like others, I've heard like, they just like kind of just change on you, honestly. But honestly, she's been the same ever since. She's always kept her word. We have a good relationship on and off the court. Honestly, she's just like, like another mom, honestly, like she just wants to make sure everyone is okay. And like, she's just very generous. And so I just think she's, like a great le- I think she's a great leader as well and like a great person too like if there was like someone like they always ask me like who is someone you look to uh, look up to of course I'm going to say my mom but like the second person I'll say is Trina because just the way she like the way she handles certain situations and just how she is as a person just honestly just she just makes everything just so much easier and so much more like, something can be going on and she's just like hey it's gonna be okay like no Trina it's not but like you're making it seem okay but yeah so honestly that's really just it she's really cool nice and just a cool person yeah and that's obviously a very special thing to have where i think a, a lot of programs at right state have really uh, and that's credit to bob grant and what he's been able to do in building up this athletic department i mean it just feels like every program now has not just an elite coach with an elite roster but it's also that kind of that instant connection that you see uh, with whether it's coach alley matters with the volleyball team or coach slumker with the soccer team or just coach nagy with the men's team i mean it's just it just seems like everyone has that bond uh, that it's like you've said, Tyler, a lot of times it's when you get recruited, they, they want to get to know you as a person, but as soon as you get to campus, it's what can you do for me as a basketball player? And it's really cool that I think Wright State has taken that to the next level for sure. All right. So um, Angel Baker named first team all conference as if that was any sort of surprise to any of us, but um, this is kind of just a, a question that I was curious about. And I know Noah, we touched on it a little bit, but uh 
Angel Baker has maybe become just uh, not many cases uh, in my time as a broadcaster have left me just without words. And uh, there have been moments in the last month and a half or so where Angel Baker's made a play and I have said on air that I just don't know what to say. And um, so I'm curious when you're on the court, do you sometimes just catch yourself just kind of standing still and just watching Angel Baker do her thing? 100%. 100%. Every time she gets the ball and I know it's going off her hand, um, forget the rebound. It's going in. Like, let's go. We're going back. It's going in. It's going in. Especially, like, in that her little sweet spot, too. She's just so, like, so amazing to watch, especially in practice, too. And in, in the game, like, she's just very humble, too. Like, she, she's good, but she just knows, like, I need my teammates as well. Like, I can't be good without them. So, like, honestly, that's honestly, the like, what makes her a good player, too. Yeah, piggyback off of that. Angela is a very, um, like, she's like she's not selfish at all. So like, um, playing with her, um, watching her, um, and it's like even she like looks up to some of us. Like she respects. Um, I would say she respects everybody on the team. Uh, just like Tyler said, um, she's very humble. Uh, she needs she needs us and she wants us to. So, but watching her play. I mean, just like Tyler said, as soon as it goes off her hands, I'm already back there on the court where you play defense. Like, I already know it's going in. So, um, yeah, she's a very exciting player to watch. And it's also been nice to see her grow over the years, uh, especially her first year um, when she came off the bench. Uh, you can just see, like, her game and her game now, it's totally two different people. She's just elevated. Um, and she's still going to elevate, so I can't wait to see like the player that she eventually becomes. Did you so, guys? Mm-hmm. Did you guys I, feel like a fan sometimes when she was hitting like three point after three pointer in Milwaukee, and you guys were sitting on the sidelines just screaming and yelling? Oh, we're <laughs> the number one fans. Yeah, I'm her number one fan. Number one. As soon as, as soon as it goes in, I'm on the. I'm up there with the coaches, just doing the whole little three. I'm. It's there. Angel high five me. Why you? I, I got a talking to like, from Nick, the media guy, because in a post game interview when she was talking about Angel Baker, I gave a fist bump and I cheered, and we're not allowed to do that. So I got a talking to from Nick because of that. <laughs> you gotta. <laughs> I like. That. I like that. I, I might just start referring to him as Nick, yeah, the, media Nick the media guy, guy. from now. Um, no, I, uh, I think that it's been, I've been lucky enough where I got my first year, uh, covering Wright State basketball was Angel's freshman year. So, um, mm-hmm. I got to kind of see the entirety of the process from her being Emily Vogelpool's backup point guard, uh, averaging, you know, eight mm-hmm. off the bench her freshman year to becoming a leader, becoming one of the best scorers in the horizon league. And, uh, it's just been a really cool journey because like you said, it feels like at every uh, every time uh, I sit back and I think there's no way Angel Baker could get any better. She finds a new level, but she doesn't change the person that she is. She doesn't change the player that she is. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's really special. And it's uh, it's been really cool to see her go from uh, talented freshman to uh, one of the undoubted leaders of this team. Mm-hmm. So Tyler, I, w- I have two parts for you. One's a kind of a, I mean, I want it, of course, named all third team, all league and uh, all defensive team. Congratulations, first of all. Um, and then also I was looking at the stats uh, heading into the final weekend of the season. And I guess I never just paid attention enough. You, how on earth do you get more offensive rebounds than defensive rebounds over the course of a season? Isn't that supposed to be impossible? It honestly is. Honestly, rebounding is just my main focus for, like, 
Trina always says rebounding wins games. So if there's one thing I'm trying to do is trying to win a game. So if there's one thing that I can do, rebounding, okay. Scoring, I mean, of course, I have my ups and downs. But that'll come. But rebounding, honestly, I just put my main focus on that. Especially offensive rebounding because, I mean, that's how we can get most of our points is offensive rebounding. So I don't care if I go back up. I'm looking for a kick out, looking for Angel, somebody. Let's, let's set it back up and get back into it. So. Yeah, there was a time thing. during the middle yeah. of the season we touched on a Che where they were, I think, third in the country in rebounds per game, something ridiculous like that. Yeah. Were you? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the second straight year you guys have been top ten in offensive mm-hmm. rebounds. Yeah. yeah. So. Yep. Again, like that's what she says. Rebounding wins games. So in order for us to win the game, we gotta. I think our goal is like to be plus ten of against our opponents for rebounding. Like again, she always says like. If we're plus 10, we're going to win the game. Like, we have a chance of winning that game. So, we always, like, try to go. And then, like, the rebounding we, drills we do in practice, we do a lot of those. Like, just our main focus on this team is really just rebounding. And there's also the depth there, like you mentioned. I mean, it's of course, there's yourself and Shamari. And, uh, I mean, Jada mm-hmm. Wright has really emerged as a solid rebounder as well. But then you also have mm-hmm. guards like Angel and, like, Jada Roberson and uh, Destiny Jackson that get plenty of rebounds as well. Amani uh, for a while I think was averaging five rebounds a game. So it's just it's it feels like there's five or six players on this team that pull down four, five, six rebounds a night, and uh, that's a big thing because mm-hmm. like you said, I mean I can't count. How, I mean I lost track probably three weeks into the year how many plays were a missed shot or a drive and a missed layup and then offensive rebound score. So I mean I, if I had to if I was a betting man mm-hmm. I'd bet that Wright State was leading the Horizon League in second chance points, but um that's that seems to be like you said a, a huge part of the identity of this team and it's uh it, for two straight years now it's been uh i think the real focus of this roster mm-hmm. okay so i think the last thing i yeah. have is um and again we really appreciate your time here today but uh, uh we talk, take us back to last weekend senior day against green bay um of course uh you kind of experience it uh over the last couple of years uh with other players uh, on the roster and uh, just kind of going through that seeing that process but uh, i know it uh, it definitely hits different when you are a senior so just uh what that moment felt like to you in the moment of course uh, i i know every senior wants to have a win on their senior day but uh still plenty uh, still a goal to achieve here at the end of the season winning a horizon league championship just a few uh closing points on uh, what that senior day meant to you in your uh, your final home stretch of your right state career. Um, <laughs> personally, it was just, it was so surreal. It was just like, I couldn't even sleep the night before. Cause I was like, wow, um, I'm about to wake up and this is going to be like my last home game, like my last regular season game. So, um, Going into it, I know us and the seniors and um, our teammates as well, they were so excited for us. Um, and I was just so pumped. But, like like I said, it's just so surreal. And it's, and it's also cool. Just, like, wow. Like, I really – I made it. Like, this is this is my last game. This is my last home game. You know, time to give all you got. Um, so, it was a very fun experience. Um, well, I mean, not my last um, home game because we play on Tuesday, but um, it was it was a fun experience. And you know, going through the years, you see um, your previous seniors and they have senior night, and you just also want to experience that that day just to celebrate you and all that you've accomplished, um, all that you've accomplished throughout the years from previous years, where you've been, and to where and where you are now. So. 
it was just a cool experience. Um, yeah. Yeah, for me, um, honestly, it was just. I mean, it was just like you're feeling like all like all the feels basically, basically like you're emotional. But then again, you can't be emotional because you have a game. But um, honestly, senior night was just, and then it was just really good. I mean, despite like we lost, like still was able to be celebrated. And then coming into that locker room, seeing your teammates like decorated it for you and like have posters made for you or like little gift bags and stuff like that. Honestly, just shows that you have made an impact on this team. And it just shows that you have, like, you've done something. And so, again, like, there's a lot of season left. So, like, honestly, our main goal now is just to be the first class at Rice State with two with two rings here in Rice State on women's basketball history, honestly. So, I mean, it just shows, like, it was, like, very, like, it all felt surreal. But then, like, again, I'm just really excited. Like, I wouldn't have wanted my senior night to be anywhere else. It's not with, like, no other team, like, no other family because, like, all your blood, sweat, and tears, honestly, is paying off. Yeah. From an outsider's perspective, I think the coolest part for me in seeing this, you know, a handful of times now for uh, different sports is uh, the the um, really cool, unique signature kind of portrait they have made for each player. I think mm-hmm. that's just really cool um, because it's not only kind of a, a memory of your time at Wright State, but like you said, uh, it kind of – it, it's representation and symbolic of just uh, that you were wanted at Wright State and that you made an impact at Wright State. And I think that's uh, that personally, from in my opinion, that, I mean, nobody really cares about my opinion, but I think that's the biggest uh, takeaway that I would want as a senior is that I left an impact and that I was wanted where I was at. Yeah. All right. Noah, do you have any final thoughts? Uh, yeah. Looking ahead to the quarterfinal games, are you guys watching the games tonight? preparing for whoever you guys are going to play and most definitely and uh what's kind of the idea of preparing for that quarterfinal match are you going to wait to see who you play against to see in practice you know what drills you're going to run or are you just kind of focusing on improving your own style um so far honestly like like we're just going to get ready like how we do for any other game honestly focus on ourselves focus on our offense defense watch film on the last games that we played and see what we need to work on in practice. Um, we have a couple of drills that we do that are 100% tiring, but again, it's only to make us better. Um, so we honestly just focus on ourselves. And then like two days before the game, we'll watch film against who we're playing, do some scout. And then again, during scouts, during scout days too, we still take time to work on ourselves and on our crafts. Cause at the end of the day, what we execute and how good we execute is honestly what can make us win. Yeah, I would say um, through this little bye week that we've had, um, I think every yeah, every day in practice, we've just um, – whatever that we needed to work on, just like Tyra said, we would take like maybe roughly 15, 20 minutes and work on something. So it's just like we're getting better each and every day. So when it is time to um, um, focus on our opponent, then we're better. We don't have to like backtrack or anything or um, waste any time with things that we already fixed. So. I've heard that there's a, and I mean, this is something that kind of goes across multiple sports, but I know that there's a, a very common uh, belief that sometimes it's dangerous to be the team that gets the first round by because it lets the team in the first round get a little bit of momentum before they head into playing the higher seeds. Uh, what's mm-hmm. your thoughts on that? Do you think that's a real thing or do you think as long as uh, the top teams execute their game plan that they're still, you know, the team to beat. Is there any, I mean, I know momentum's a thing, but uh, does that really concern you or do you think that uh, you, you're in uh, the best spot you could be? 
Um, really, I think it's all about execution, like you said. Uh, we just have to come in um, and play right state basketball. Just play play like we're the number one. So um, they make them know that they have no chance of beating us and that we're ready. This this is this is our time. So um, I think it's just all about execution. And at these times, it's just who who wants it more? Like because you're you're playing. Like you're playing for something now. Like preseason, I mean, uh, regular season. Yeah, you're playing to be number one, number two. But like now, you're really playing for something. Like it's win or go home. So, yeah. yeah. Honestly, I think I think honestly, we're in the best spot we can be because now we have enough time to work on what we need to work on, on how to be better for the upcoming games. And I think like this is enough time for us to watch film, break down every little thing, and just to be better at it. And so, I mean, uh, tournament. Tournament mentality is different than season mentality because now it's all you win one, you're done. I mean, there's no going back. There's no double games, double header games or like back to back games. So I think honestly, just um, this gets us in the right position. Like for us to talk to the younger ones too, who've never been in this position, this gives us enough time to let them know, like, hey, like it's tournament time. Like we need you, we need all your focus and stuff like that. So honestly, like we're all just excited and ready to get to it and find out who we're playing. Love it. Well, like you said, Tyler, trying to be the first class in the history of Wright State to be two-time Horizon League tournament champions. Lex Stover, Tyler mm-hmm. Friarson, good enough to join us here this afternoon on the Raider Sports Podcast. Thank you both so much for your time. Best of luck moving forward, and uh, we can't wait to see you in the quarters on Tuesday. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. All right. Well, we're going to step away for just a few minutes, and we'll wrap it up on the other side. Noah, thanks again, as always. And uh, we'll be right back after this on the Raider Sports Podcast.